Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. episode of Brilliantly Resilient Live. And before we jump into the really cool stuff that we're going to bring you today, we have a super important message for you. Did you hear that Brilliantly Resilient, the book is out in the world and it landed on the top 100 bestsellers list. That's where it debuted. We're so excited. Go get it at amazon.com. Search Brilliantly Resilient and you'll see it in Kindle and paperback. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our special holiday edition of Brilliantly Resilient Live, where we have everything fully under control as we're in the countdown to Christmas and there are no problems, no mishaps. Everything is going according to plan. There is scotch tape by the plenty. (laughs) And we know where all the gift tags are. And the wrapping paper is not balled up and crunched because we threw it in the attic from last year. None of that's happening. No. We are in, we are good to go. It's Christmas <laughs> week here at Brilliantly Resilient and in all your houses too. <laughs> and if you're anything like us, ain't nothing ready. <laughs> nothing ready. But we're getting there. We are absolutely getting there, which is, so we figured we'd come on and do this special episode for our podcast listeners and our Facebook community out there. If you are living in overwhelm right now and cannot believe that the end of this week is Christmas, just take a deep breath, raise your hand and watch our chaotic episode. (laughs) We're breathing, we're breathing. So, you know, Kristen and I go back to our brilliantly resilient stuff all the time and boy, did we have to do it this week. We have to do it this week. And the first thing that we have to do is control the controllables. At a time of year when it feels like nothing is in your control, absolutely nothing. And you know what? Maybe that's the message. There's very little, you know, like maybe that's the message. There's, there's not a whole lot that's in your control because it seems like every time you almost get one, almost get one thing done, because it seems like you never get it completely done. Another 20 things come up that you have to add to the list of things to get done. And, and, you know, here's the thing. So I'm, I'm sitting here kind of laughing, thinking about our audience, right? Those of you that are listening and watching, and I know a lot of you have little kids and you're like, oh my God, first of all, when everyone's always saying, be good for Santa, you know what I wanted to say all those years ago? Wait a minute. <laughs> you're going to be good for that guy and not me. And not me. <laughs> hey now, but anyway. So I know that that's a, that is one kind of chaos with the little kids in the house that are just, oh my God, the level of madness happening. Interestingly enough, I've got, you know, my kids are all their, their college and high school. And we are in a transition that I did not expect was going to happen this year, where, where my oldest is transitioning into the adult life of managing you know, another family because he's got the, a serious girlfriend and trying to fit in all of our typical holiday tradition stuff with another family and, and other agendas. Oh boy, did that have me breathing through the control, the controllables last week. Yeah. That, and that's a tough one because 
you know, we, we raise our children to be independent. That's, that's the whole point. And you and I had this discussion last week, like just because you raise people to be independent and make their own decisions, it doesn't always mean you're going to agree with the decisions or you're going to feel like it's the right decision or whatever, but that is part of the process. And that's where that whole control, the controllables piece comes to. If you give them the skills to be independent, guess what? They're going to do stuff you don't like. Dang it. They're going to be independent. What in the... Who in the? You can be independent as long as it lines up with everything I want you to do. (laughs) Other than that, no. (laughs) There will be no independence. There will only be what mommy says. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it wild? So that has been, it's been an unexpected thing that we were dealing with this year. And, and I, 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 in full honesty had to every, I was, I was like also in the 15 minute master too, because I'm like, It was almost like every 15 minutes I had to reset my mind to remember to control what I can control. You know, what actions can I really take? Does this deserve any action? And just, it it really also came down to my main value as a mom, unconditional love, you know? So what can I react to? How can I say what I want in unconditional love as opposed to in control? Why my hair looks like this. And as opposed to what my go-to is, listen, (laughs) here's how this is going to (laughs) go. Oh man, what a growth process in raising kids. When you think like they say that when they're little, their problems are little. And when they're big, their problems are big. Oh my gosh. It is just, it was such a reminder to the past several days that this brilliantly resilient is a process. It is never a finish line. You never get there. Mm-mm. You get there in a moment and in a situation, yes. but, but then you have to re-implement the, the whole thing. And, you know, I would, I would suggest this too, um, you know, unless your kid lives across the country and then comes home and then wants to go somewhere else and not see you keep in mind that this is a day. Mm-hmm. It's a day. And at the end of that, it's not even a full day. It's probably a few hours. So, you know, try not to put so much significance on it that it becomes more than it needs to be, you know, and, yeah. and like, here's the other thing. If you try to make a kid do something they don't want to do, they're going to be miserable and your day's going to suck anyway. So just <laughs> let them go and take the win. <laughs> Get oh yourself God. a nice little libation, whether it's wine, iced tea, or beverage of choice, and sit on a chair and put your feet up. Just do that. <laughs> you know what's funny? As we were trying to figure this out and this new schedule and fitting everything in, we actually expanded the holiday to a few days to get a few things in and inviting other people here, stuff that we haven't done before. And I thought, oh my God, usually it's this time crunch. Yes. All of Christmas Eve, all of Christmas Eve, all of Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas morning, blah, 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 and then, you know, and then it's over. And now it's actually going to be over the course of a few days. And then also, you know, we're looking at New Year's and how we're changing that up a little bit. I thought, oh my gosh, it's actually going to work out tremendous. It's going to be very different at some points yeah. of it. Yeah, sure. But, um, but it different in good ways. Yeah. And, and, you know, when we hang on, this is, this is what we, we preach this too. When you hang on to what you think something should be, you don't make room for what it could be. And, and, you know, that's not to always say that change is going to be like, you know, unicorns and rainbows. It's not always that, but there are good things about it. And, and unless you allow it, you won't know. 
So, you know, kind of lighten up on the, the traditions and the way things have always been, because maybe a tradition will give you some more breathing room, invite some new things into your life. And, and that's not always a bad thing. And then if it sucked next year, you say, listen, this is how this is going to be. <laughs> Keep a record of it. <laughs> you always have that finger in that look, moms. Listen. <laughs> So here's the other thing I'm doing this week. I was just talking to my morning mastermind group this morning. And I said, in terms of taking one action step to, to continue the brilliantly resilient process, as I was looking at my week, I realized last, I realized first thing this morning that I need to really implement my miracle morning evening thing that I've been saying I was going to do for about a month and a half now and haven't done it because all I dreamt about last night was where gifts are and a website that has to get done. Those were my dreams. Like I never wrote it down to get it out of my head, which was part of the miracle morning evening. So I've committed to, I've actually committed to two things for action steps. One is to do that in the evening, literally just write out what I'm going to do the next day. So it's out of my head and I can sleep because I know going into a holiday, I tend to cut back on exercise, sleep and eat all kinds of crap. And then I end up sick after the holiday or, or the day of, so I'm, I'm making a very conscious effort not to let that happen. So I'm doing my miracle morning, evening and sitting today and time blocking my entire week for all the stuff I have to do and when I'm doing it so that every day I'm not like, oh, I still have to do that. And even a to-do list doesn't work for me at this point. It has to be blocked out on my calendar to get it all in, to be able to take a breath on Christmas Eve and just hang out for a couple of days. Yeah. Well, when you have so many things to do and, th and this is the holiday, you know, like this is not, this is that holiday that has a million different moving parts and pieces to it. You know, there's the food, there's the gifts, there's the gathering, there's the getting people from this place to that place that it's just, it's so over the top in every single way. It's not a holiday. It's a holiday week, month, you know, whatever it is leading up to it. So it is so overwhelming that sometimes the one action step that, as you said, the best thing you can do is figure out what the next couple of days are going to look like and do that kind of time block, even if that's not something that you do regularly, you know, and yeah. to write it down is, is huge because it does get it out of your head. Cause I'm the same way. Otherwise I can be exhausted and then get into bed. And all of a sudden I'm like this. I know. Right? <laughs> <Eyes> bugging out. <laughs> my eyes popping out of my head going, Oh my God, I got to do this and this and this. And but you're right. If you get it down and just kind of like purge, Purge your brain and, and get it written down so that in the morning then too, you're not running around like your hair's on fire going, oh my God, what am I going to do this today? Because you already kind of have it mapped out. And that's not to say it's etched in stone, but it gives you a place to start. And when there's yeah. so many things to do, you need a place to start, to start that one action step. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So that's what I'm going to be doing with my week this week. And then I'll be able to take a few days to not worry about too many things and then go right back to the rat race. There you go. <laughs> That's it. We're all right. You and I are already talking about the week after everything. What are we going to do that? Wait, we got to do this that week. We got to do that that week. So do remember, that's the other reminder. Do remember to make some time to just enjoy, to just be with people. And you know what? If the gifts don't get wrapped great, throw them in a bag. Nobody's going to care. Just, <laughs> you know, you have 5,000 plastic bags. 
<laughs> you know you have them in the so you'd knot it up and you make the little handles look like a little bow and they'll be fine. Just do and that. You, and then you slap it. You you should just print out these labels. Here's your little trick. Print out labels that say the elf that wrapped this got fired. <laughs> <laughs> and and there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the wait, the elf that got this caught coronavirus is in quarantine. <laughs> That's hence the terrible wrapping. So there you go. <laughs> and then it's like you did it on purpose to have a fun joke, and you're the fun one at the party instead of the slacker. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. That's tip number five thousand four hundred and fifty-two from Slackers Are Us. <laughs> We could go the opposite direction and tell you to do all the right stuff, the right air quotes, right stuff, and take every bit of fun out of the holidays. So, and that's no good. So just, no. you know, just do whatever works in the moment, turn it into a joke and it'll all be fine. Everybody will just, <laughs> you know, appreciate the humor in it. <laughs> want to hear, want to hear this beautiful moment I had last night as I was, I actually was starting to wrap a little bit early instead of waiting to the last minute this week, because I had to, you know, you got to figure out if the piles are even. Oh, I know. Here's a bonus to someone not being here when everyone else is opening. It don't matter what his pile looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but anyway, I was making sure they were all even and I was going to start wrapping. I'm like, oh my God, we had so many rolls of wrapping paper for so many years. And last year I refused to buy any new ones till we got through all the ones that we have. So now we're down to this one massive roll. And I'm like, I am not, it's because the kids are visually impaired. I like to have high contrast on Christmas and all these, having all the same wrapping paper doesn't really work well. So I'm like, oh no, I only have gold. And I'm like, well, I'll just do a fraction and then I'll go get more. Now, whoever invented double-sided wrapping paper with two different colors, you are my hero. (laughs) I realized when I opened it, it had poinsettias on the other side. So I did actually have two different wrapping papers. There you go. There you go. You got, you know, that whole thing about the the piles though is, is hilarious because this would happen every year when, when my kids were really little, I would go out and buy absolutely everything because my husband, God love him is a wonderful man, but where that kind of stuff and Christmas and all is concerned, he does takes no interest until Christmas Eve when everything is, was out and wrapped and everything. And he'd go, did you get enough stuff? And I'd be like, oh my God. Listen, <laughs> listen, this is how this is going to go. <laughs> now he's the king of the gift cards and he starts going out weeks before because all the kids are older. He's like, do you think the girls would like one from Walgreens or Dunkin Donuts? So I'm like, go crazy. Get them both. Knock yourself out. <laughs> Be a wild man. Be a wild man. <laughs> gosh so okay so we want to give you guys a present we're going to we if you head on over we're going to give away a copy of brilliantly resilient Woo! to get your year started off get your year started off well so um this probably will be an instagram thingy because that's usually what we do and a facebook thingy and i don't know how it's going to work because our social media person <laughs> does that for us well so now we can't use this as a clip for that <laughs> Well, sure we can. We can just say, head on over to Instagram and find out what you're supposed to do. 
All right. There you go. Can we do that? (laughs) Head on over to Instagram, find out how to enter. It will involve just leaving a comment and a like and um, tell us something that you are either letting go of to control, like not worrying about controlling or one action step that you're taking to not lose your mind over the holiday season. (laughs) There you go. And we'll select one of the people that comment. We will select one of them to in a, in a random drawing that is very technical. Trust me on that. And we will send a copy of Brilliantly Resilient. So you can start off your 22 living brilliantly resilient. And we are all going to need it for what's coming this winter, I think. So you want to enter the contest and pick up a copy of this book so we can all get through 2022 brilliantly resiliently. Brilliantly resiliently. How about that? Maybe that's the the next, that's the next uh, generation of brilliantly resilient. Brilliantly resiliently. How to do it brilliantly resiliently. Awesome. So listen, everybody, have a fantastic holiday week, season, whatever you're celebrating. And uh, remember, just control the controllables one action step at a time, right? One action step at a time. There you go. We'll see you all next year. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. Join our Facebook group and follow us on YouTube to be inspired with tools to reset, rise, and reveal your brilliance.